You're listening or watching to my Valley's book and in this episode I'm gonna talk about my Android developer journey. I started coding 13 years ago. I scratched a little bit of Pascal in school but very minimally because I was studying in language school. So mathematics and programming was not and was, had a minimal priority. After going to university learn the basics of uh, programming, object-oriented, functional, or a little bit of C++, PHP, and I jumped on the Java train. Android didn't exist at the time, so I was doing desktop, web, and enterprise pro uh, programming and APIs and stuff. After Android appeared, I bought my first phone, HTC Legend, 10 years ago and I started playing with it in terms of uh, what I could develop with it, not games. So my first apps were not production already. Automatic shooter, or car, car expenses tracker and other small prototype apps. I went through different jobs doing all kinds of Java software, enterprise, server-to-server -server communication, web projects, and uh, here and there I also have helped build, uh, helped others build uh, some several Android apps. I had one particular personal app, a mail client, that made, made me believe that I could code apps for a living. Well, the big, the big chunk of my income the last several years is from developing Android applications but not in, in the way that I was expecting. But this is not the subject of uh, the current episode. So here are the different stages of changes in Android I went through. Basic user interface. In the beginning, there were four hardware buttons on Android. Now there are three and there are software. That's a whole another subject. But uh, there was just basic APIs, build, basic building blocks of the user interfaces, activities and views. Well, with uh, the most not similar to anything before, the adapter pattern, the adapter class that uh, reuses the visual components because of the low memory of the device. So after basic building blocks, there was a the Android introduced action bar and because the other devices didn't have the newer version of Android, a, a, a library appeared that is Sherlock, Sherlock library that supported action bar on other devices. So after 3.0 appeared a bigger Android devices, Motorola Zoom and a newer API fragments that uh, has the that is a, a view but uh, has the life cycle of activity so Sherlock tried to support it also but uh, Google also introduced a support library started uh, creating their support library and um, Sherlock uh, began a little bit too messy and uh, you could at one point you couldn't know what uh, you are looking at with so many different APIs and uh, integrations and 
total total mess. So after fragments and action bar appeared the toolbar component. The toolbar was and uh, is similar to action bar, but uh, with an additional uh, idea of not being fixed. It can expand and shrink. It could. Um, it is easily modifiable and better uh, better than the action bar. After the toolbar, Google created a whole ecosystem, material design, designer stuff, designer recommendation that is not only for Android but also for web and other platforms and so on. A whole ec ecosystem of how things should look like and feel. And this time, again, they introduced support library, but all but all the basic user interface components went through the basket especially when the users became accustomed to the new look and feel and uh, the, if you open an older app you you will feel how they are ancient they are outdated so after the visual components total mess there is a mess around with the how with uh, how things should be executed. The main idea of uh, uh, client-side programming is to have one user interface thread that handles the drawing of stuff and the interaction of the user, and uh, how another thread or, or threads to handle the the non-user interface stuff. So this way the user interface is responsive. So this in Java is done with Java threads, a single or in pool that um, that are doing things in the right threads and some in the non-essential, non non-visual in, in another thread. Uh, from the beginning, go hit async task. The task similar to Swing Worker, but uh, could do that could do stuff outside of the user interface and and could put uh, push some changes, some chunks of changes to the UI with a cool cool progress API. But the problem with async task is that it is started within an activity and um, the the user interfaces change the user screen especially in bigger apps change changes a, a lot and and most of since in the beginning especially most of the android devices were phones so somebody could call call you and it it could uh, Trim up, trim out, and you're up. So it it was not a good concept to to depend this depending from the functionality of the apps. But it, it was not a good idea to to stick stick uh, stick uh, important functionality within an activity. So Android has service, and uh, it is workaround and it is a better option than async task 
and the async task could be executed from uh, from the Android servers and this and this how the the work uh, is attached to the whole application and not to the current particular screen the year 2018 Google introduced model view view model live data object uh, relational mapping for Android and uh, a bunch of architecture components and um, they place them as best practice recommendations and introduced architecture components and they they have a better separation of concerns so better testing less buggy chunks of code and one example is having the a life cycle aware components so when uh, some uh, background thread some non UI thread executes something and pushes something to the user interface now, this push is done only if the user interface is active this is having a life cycle of aware listener otherwise on the other versions especially for non-experienced developers no pointer exceptions appeared and stuff like that so after architecture components at the same time Google decided to invest in Kotlin as a programming language so in the in Kotlin uh, it is a, a little bit more expressive and uh, more open to to creating cool APIs so Google created coroutines the last thing that I heard was that all the above the async task the threads the live data and some are somehow moved within the Kotlin coroutines it is special DSL domain specific language that uh, hides the increasing amount of APIs and uh, increasing amount of architecture in the core with simple simpler API but uh, it is yet another API in the end okay so another an, another two cool milestones for Android that make it more secure and trustworthy from a user perspective but it created a lot more headache for developers runtime permissions in Android 6.0 Google introduced introduced uh, runtime permissions so every time Android coder tries to access some sensitive data some se sensitive uh, for example device uh, device sensor or contacts of the users or or internet or GPS or Bluetooth every time developers tries to access something it must have the consent the user permission to do that so uh, but uh, what Google did was forced every new app and update uh, update of the other app to target the newer versions so I had maybe a little 
a little around 10 apps and every time I needed to, to push a, an update or create another application I needed to support these runtime permissions that was at the time a new thing so I needed the time to figure out how things work another thing that Google introduced in 8.0 was service background sensitivity so uh, this this change is that um, a, a client application could do something in the background in a service only while the device is on the screen and if the application goes away of the user interface uh, an application has a limited time to stop the service or to pin the service to the to the upper part of the screen or otherwise it is it is killed and this is good thing from user perspective but it creates a little bit more work for us for developers and if uh, a node app is run with these restrictions it, it it crashes so another headache from developer perspective is libraries first there was no support libraries then some some guys tried to to create such but Google introduced their support library and the external library tried to external libraries tried to adapt and this created a hell and uh, a year or two ago Google introduced moved all the support libraries to yet another naming of the library Android X so we are totally messed up another thing I'm a Java guy so I still code in Eclipse some Java oriented apps but uh, Google guys moved Android development to Android Studio and IntelliJ built of for especially for Android and in the beginning I, I was using dependency projects for common functionality and uh, the migration of these other projects to Android Studio was a little bit mess it created problems figuring out how where to place things and, and stuff Kotlin I understand totally why they moved to it with with the Java problems and other technical and it, it has several technical improvements that are uh, untying the hands of of Google and Android developers to do cool new stuff but in the end it is just yet another API that client application developers must learn so are you a happy Android developer? well I'm not that's why I moved away from a native Android development I will probably understand and add to my know-how how every uh, new and probably will add to my know-how fast probably 
every new thing after I start digging into it. But right now, I'm not interested. Uh, what is more important right now for me is what you are building, what and what I am building, what and not the tech, because tech is something fishy. It changes too much without without any value in the financial terms directly. It uh, creates more work and more headaches and more and more bugs. And uh, what I try to focus is to find a problem that I want to solve or uh, or also another thing that is important to whom the final project belongs to in terms of leg legality and how much people how much people does some something reaches and more things like that that are uh, very much beyond the programming code the APIs the concepts of how things should be done so